0: This is TalkSport Daily. Hello,
2: hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friends. Yeah, start of a new week. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4 pm oh, alongside Darren Bent. Oh, he's being unbearable on his Arsenal side. Oh, 4 2, 4 2. <laughs> anyway. We begin with reaction to the Premier League, where, of course, Antonio Conte's Tottenham Hotspurs are up to fourth in the Premier League table after beating West Ham, who are still in the bottom three. Here's the fallout on TalkSport.
1: Great afternoon for Tottenham in the end. The players making their way off the pitch after doing a lap of honour and saluting the fans that have stayed behind to see them off here at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's full-time. It's finished Tottenham 2, West Ham 0.
2: Now let's hear from Tottenham's number two. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. You're better than that, Goldstein. Not really. The assistant manager, Christian Stellini.
1: Four goals now from two substitute appearances from Sonny. Are you, how tempted are you then to maybe leave him on the bench going forward, maybe the next game?
3: No, he's only about his manage his uh, stamina and how he's fit. If Sonny is 100%, he's a player that has to play and we want that he play all the games. But when he's, fit, he's not fitting well, we have to manage him in this particular moment, we have to manage him and work with him to have Sonny 100%. The
1: Hammers, though, they look out of ideas, if I'm honest, and they stay 18th. It's one win in their last 11 matches for David Moyes' side. Where do they go from here?
2: And here's the Hammers boss, David Moyes. Probably won't get much plaudits, I have to say, and I, and I don't expect any. But I do think that uh, there was bits of our play today which was uh, was OK. We, we, we done tried to do some good things. I thought there were some very good performances. Thomas Suchet coming back into the team played really well today. But just the crucial moments when you need the focus and the concentration. We started the second half by playing three or four balls back to the goalkeeper when we didn't need to. We could have played forward or through the lines. We gave the ball away. I think Agard and Declan both get caught in the ball, which gave Tottenham encouragement. And I think we gave them an encouragement, especially in the crowd in the first 20-25 minutes of the second half. But it certainly wasn't for... For the lack of effort Of what they were trying to do Really disappointing result But as you rightly said There were some things Which were positive On well, now to the boot room With Alex Crook Darren Ambrose And BioAck and Fenmore
3: Let's bring in Jay The West Ham fan um, Jay, David Moyes Stay or go for you Should I stay or should
2: I go Oh he's got to be gone Surely Surely
3: Who, Who'd you bring in though
2: That's half the problem. There's no one there, is there? There's no one to come in. We ain't going to get the people that the tabloids are putting out and other fans are ringing up and saying all of these big names. No one's going to turn up now. You need somebody short-term who's going to keep us alive. The only good thing for us is the rest of the teams around us are so bad.
0: Would you rather him see it out and then hopefully you crawl past the line and stay up? Or would you just say, get rid, and then whoever takes over on temporary charges will be able to hopefully give that bounce, that energy needed,
2: that performance today was, I think, one of the single worst performances I can remember ever seeing. Every player, other than Jared Bowen, turned in today and just got their money and then went home. None of them put any effort in. Bowen was the only one. The only thing I would say would be to give Paul Nevin a run, who's obviously in the backroom staff at the minute, who's part of Gareth Southgate's backroom staff at England. Let him and him and maybe Kev Nolan give it a run. On now to Eric Tenargs, Manchester United. They were now five points off the leader's arsenal after smashing Brendan Rogers' Leicester at Old Trafford.
0: They were excellent in the second half, Manchester United. The perfect recipe for a Thursday and a Sunday big week for Man United. Manchester United 3, Leicester City 0.
2: I was really unhappy by our performance. We have to follow the rules and the principles from our way of play. When you don't, it's getting a mess. And then when you face a good opponent like Leicester is, uh, you concede chances. And it was only due to uh, David Egea that we don't concede goal. Today, the team needed him because it was a mess and he did the job. And there were brilliant saves. We were really lucky that we, in halftime, we were 1-0 up. Uh, Of course, a great pass Bruno, great finish uh, Ressi, But for the rest, it was rubbish.
0: Manchester United 2, Leicester City nil. It looked like it was gone to VAR, did go to VAR, but it was Marcus Rashford who was played through by Fred and he ran into the 18-yard area and slotted the ball past Danny Ward in that Leicester City goal to double the league. Let's talk about
3: Marcus Rashford. He's in the form of his life and, you know... Is he the best player in the world right now on form? On form, yeah, I think they did the stats. And
0: since the World Cup, I think it's been, He scored more goals than Benzema, Haaland.
3: 16 in 17 now since yeah,
0: the World Cup. Yeah, so on form... You would say, yeah, he's the most formed striker in the world. For me, he's he's, he's phenomenal at the moment. But stop him, you stop United, I, mm. I, I say that. You stop Rashford, you stop United. I mean, for me, he's he's the best player in the Premier League, as we speak. Probably by a distance, to be honest. I think in current form, he's unstoppable. He's unplayable. Whatever superlative you want to use about Marcus Rashford, he's, he's sensational at the minute. Like that goal record you just mentioned since the World Cup is frightening. In terms of best play in the world, I think he's in. He's in the conversation. He's in a shout. Mbappe, of course, as you said, um, Bayo is phenomenal as well. But just to be in the conversation after the year he had last year to come back as strong as he had, Eric ten Hag needs a lot of praise. That was the Sabbath's challenge. That you're, yeah. you're
3: convinced you've watched it several times. VAR should have intervened. It should have been a red card. I, I believe so. Yeah, was so enough. You, uh, you know, your straight leg onto your, onto the knee. How it wasn't looked at and, and deemed that it was incredible, really, when, when I see it.
0: I see the point, people say, where he's pulled his leg away at the last minute, but he's still connected with his kneecap. The ball's gone. You see um, Valt Fair's leg kind of buckle a little bit. Didn't injure him uh, severely, so he didn't go full through him, but it's a red card. VAR needs to check that and say, yes, red card.
2: Now, here's two former Chelsea players in Tony Cascarino. Or as Jeremy Clarkson would say, big Tony Cascarino and Scotty Minto-Minty. Minto. Anyway, they're all discussing Graham Potter's struggling blues and what he needs to do to get the best out of his players.
3: On Graham Potter, he's made six or seven changes today. Players were left out, some not even on the bench. They, They can't score goals. Unfortunately, Graham's got into a situation with his team None of it is convincing. Everything that happened is like Groundhog Day again. Well, it's, yeah, the same happened in Dortmund and, yeah, and one goal in five games. That's, you know, for a team that have invested so much and have so much talent out, you've got to get the best out of them. Do you think he lost the season, Ground Yes you think yes does? I do I do I think but there's a part of you that's the, saying
1: that because you want him to well,
3: no, well I definitely want him to mm. I want to be. I want him to be given time Addy that's what I want yeah, but do you think he we will li- be we given time live, we live in a world that's all the here and now and Chelsea fans have been programmed for the last 20 years where it really shouldn't have worked but somehow it did if a, if someone's out of the top four mm. they get sacked at Chelsea I want him to be given time what do I think I genuinely believe that we've got owners here who want to go the long term and just what they've done with the LA Dodgers I think they'll want to do the same but the Dortmund game is a big one and you can't be continuing to lose against the teams down there and finish the season in the bottom half of the table yeah. and be knocked out of the Champions League and then expect to you know have a, a process going on. There needs to be an improvement. But yes, I do think he'll be there until the end of the season. and Then we'll reassess. Well, I completely understand. You know, the result isn't what um, what people want here or expect here or or demand here, and that's the that, that's that's fair enough. Uh, our job is to is to keep working and to and to turn it around. The big problem I think that Graham Potter has got, is that he isn't conducting himself as a manager of a juggernaut in the Premier League. He still speaks as if he's in charge of Brighton, where the fans expect to lose. That's not the case of Chelsea, is it? This is a fan base who've been used to winning European Cups, used to winning Premier League trophies, used to at least finishing in the top four. There were fans next to the press box yesterday shouting Graham Potter get out of our club. On
2: now to Serena Wigman's England's Lionesses, who won their second match of the Arnold Clark Cup after beating Italy in Coventry.
3: The final whistle blows. Two wins from two in the Arnold Clark Cup for England and their 100% run in this year's competition goes on and more answers to questions ahead of the World Cup this summer. For
2: Serena I think a very good win. I think the first half we played really well. I think they didn't give us lots of problems. I think that had to do with our tightness on the ball but also the way we pressed and the second half they uh, sometimes they press a little higher of course we made substitutes and um, uh, really nice to see other players too but then yeah the team needs to reconnect so that's sometimes hard so then we we they caused us some problems uh, some hard moments but that mainly had to do that we didn't play out of pressure well so we had to to skip the lines a little faster, I think. But overall, you know, we scored two very good goals, uh, and we kept the win. And um, even though you, um, Italy wanted to press a little higher, we, yeah, we they didn't become really dangerous. But uh, just a little more than half. So, uh, well done of the team.
0: and Airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com/ host here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs coming off their parents plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness.
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
2: Now, England's incredible form in Test cricket continued against New Zealand. Talks about Sam Elard, who's Wellard, has all the details on the final day of the first Test.
1: Another brilliant day for English cricket. They went in to day four of this first test, needing just five wickets to win, and they got off to the perfect start. Tipped into the air and a simple catch, straight to uh, mid-wicket, leg side field, Leach turning it into the left-hander. England picked up the first four wickets of the day for just 23 runs. Mitchell and Tickner battled hard, but the end was inevitable. This one through into the off stump and England have victory, emphatically so. Anderson picking up his fourth. Another victory for England, another convincing, entertaining victory for England. It's now 10 test wins in 11. Unbelievable form. And after the match, I spoke with the captain, Ben Stokes. You know, I think everyone who's turned up over the last four days would have enjoyed every day that they've came to watch. Another clinical performance from from us, not only with the bat, but also with the ball and in the field. Well, player of the match was Harry Brook. He made 89 in the first innings. In England's second innings, he made 54. We're carrying on his brilliant form and Brook's loving life. I've worked as hard as I can. I still don't think I'm the finished article. Um, Obviously, I've scored a lot of runs in the last few months but there's still lots to be worked on out there and um, i can always get better
2: and of course for more reaction to england's victory check out the tuxport cricket podcast it's simply called following on two words following and on not and that's three words follow oh you get the idea Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today alongside Darren Bennett. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts up first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
0: That was a podcast from TalkSport.
3: Even on a budget?